And we are live. I'm your host, Jay Hill, with Studio 6 Paranormal Podcast with my co-host, Shane Peek. And our esteemed guests, we have Doug and Francis Weber from Beyond the Veil Investigations. Welcome. Thank you for having us, guys. Thank you. Yeah, thanks for coming on. Yes. Um, So I basically usually, like like I said, get into um, the questioning. I let the um, people just talk. Tell us a little bit about yourselves, how you got started. Um, You know, we can go from there. Well, you know, we uh, were originally from Arizona, um, moved up here to Cleveland, Ohio, about (laughs) nine and a half years ago. (laughs) Just out of the whim, our daughter was two weeks old, and I had a friend who lived up here, and we asked her to look for a house for us. And so, like, heck with it, we worked at a school. And we're like, let's just cash in our retirement. Let's go somewhere, start somewhere new, and try something different. And, and so um, that's Learn how about we got snow. here. What's that? Learn about snow. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yes, very quickly. <laughs> that, uh, that first winter took some getting used to. Oh, oh I, I, I bet. I bet. Um, so um, tell us a little bit about how you guys came together and decided that you guys wanted to investigate you know wanted or in the, we're into the paranormal well it actually was because of the first house we lived in you know i've had experiences my whole life you know my i have we have two older children who had experiences when they were younger but it was when we moved up here and um we moved into this house that my friend found for us about high not even two months in just little things started happening we uh the master bedroom had a crawl space and uh, this house had multiple crawl spaces. We, we'd never seen crawl spaces before because Arizona, they don't have stuff like that. So we would pry them all open. Well, there just was one particular one we could not open no matter what we did. I was like, maybe they just sealed it for some reason. So we just forgot about it. And um, one day I happened to be going upstairs and I felt really, I felt like really scared and uncomfortable. I didn't know why. And we, I actually saw it wide open and I had a, a standing jewelry box and it was moved. And the door, so I ran downstairs and I got him. I'm like, oh my God, you guys will see this. And he went up there and he was like, what the hell? All right. you know, we're all looking in there. We didn't see anything. You know, we're like, it must have just been sealed. Maybe it wore off, you know, whatever. Right. I'm like, you just nail it shut because I just want to make sure. So right. he nailed it shut. And then, like, probably not even a couple days later, it was shadows on the bedroom floor darting across the floor, um, voices calling out. Um, all kinds did, of stuff, man. Did you did you do research on the house then? I'm assuming. You know, as, as far as we did as much as we could, you know, the local library, there was nothing. There was nothing online. And we asked the landlord who uh, who wasn't really forthcoming with us at first, but eventually we come to find out from the gas company that uh, that we had moved into a previously abandoned house. This had sat, it sat, abandoned, sat abandoned for X amount of years before the landlord bought it, fixed it up, and rented it to us. We were the first people to rent it. Oh, wow. After it was abandoned. So there's no telling what happened in there. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Wow. Um, now, that's the first house that you've moved into. Now, I'm assuming you live in another house or is that the same house? No, this is a different. The other house is like three blocks down the road. Yeah, okay. We didn't move that far, but we moved, yeah. Was it something that you wanted? To, was it because of the, of the the haunting of the paranormal or is it just you just decided to find something different? Well, that, that was part of it. You know, uh, uh, you know, the kids are getting bigger, so it's time to find something a little bigger, you know, so mm-hmm. that was part of it. But at the same time, it actually was starting to make her sick. Wow. She couldn't, she couldn't stay upstairs in our bedroom for longer than five minutes without going into coughing fits that would last all night. So right, right. And it just got because the activity increased to like a lot of like terrifying things. And it just escalated to the point where when I started get, waking up coughing and not being able to <clears throat> I just mm-hmm. told God, like, you know, I'm starting to get really scared in here, and I think we just need to find a place and leave. And so we actually found a house, and um, we started looking around, found a house. We paid on both the rents because it was just got so bad in there. I was like, wow. I don't want here anymore. It was really right. right. And that was hard. We, we were and are not exactly rich people, so mm-hmm. that was really right. hard to do. But it was worth it to get out of there for you know a couple months early. Right, right. Yeah, um, I can I can sense that um, that uh, Francis, that you have some gifts. Uh, you're a little, you're empathic. You know, I've been I've been very sen- sensitive my whole life, and 
and I, I was seeing signs of this now in our daughter. She's nine. Because mm-hmm. like lately the activity's been picking up here. And her and I both hear it and he doesn't hear it. So like the other night we're reading and we both clear hear a little girl call out. I don't know what she said. And at the same time, me and my daughter, are like, what was that? He's like, what was that? You know? And my daughter was like, I just heard a little girl calling out. And then was it last night, the night before, uh, we heard a man talking right here in the hallway. And my daughter and I both were just like both looked over there. He's all what? <laughs> so it's you, just, you feel kind of left out, Doug. <laughs> I'm happy. No, I, I, the last thing I feel is left out. I'm <laughs> <laughs> so uh, your house right now has got activity in it. Oh yeah. Yeah, but nothing. Um, nothing not there is. Right. Right. Yeah, in, the um, last, in the last house, I was not left out. So, right, right. Uh, so the, what we feel and hear in this place nowadays is is nice and calm and refreshing compared to what it used to be. Right, right. So uh, talk a little bit about um, when you guys came together, you wanted to create Beyond the Veil Investigations. Tell, tell, me, tell us a little bit about how that all came about. Well, the, the catalyst of everything was uh, in this house, you know, back in the old house, you know, we had watched all the shows and everything and we were always into it, but it never occurred to us to fill out our phone and hit voice recorder and ask a question. You know, right, I mean, right, right. For some reason, the thought just never occurred to us. Maybe subliminally, we were just thinking, you know, no, we don't want to find out what this crap is. Let's get out of here. Mm-hmm. But uh, in this current house, something, we were sitting with our oldest son and something just compelled us to turn our phone on voice recorder. And, you know, we asked a question and the first time we tried, we got a voice that said, stop recording. <laughs> yeah. oh, wow. there on the phone you know not even out of the digital recorder so that right there was just like whoa right right we catch something yeah but after that you know like i always tell people we're we're so lucky man we have one of the most iconic paranormal locations near us we're about an hour and 20 minutes north of the ohio state reformatory in mansfield right right we went there on a day trip just for fun, just to go check it out. And lo and behold, we see a pamphlet or a poster or something that says, hey, overnight ghost hunts. We're like, whoa. Oh. You know, that was a, <laughs> we didn't even know it was a thing. So right, we right. signed up. We went down, you know, and we bought a spirit box. Tried it out in the house a couple times. Got a couple voices. And all right, it works. We went, we right. went, to, we went to the prison and we had a great night. Very successful investigation. And we've never looked back. Wow. So you've been doing this since, what, 2019 or 18? Well, he started investigating probably in 17. We didn't start talking until way later because we had so many um, videos and locations. And one day I was like, you know what? We're getting all this evidence, and I want to see what people think about it and see what their opinion is, like the the EVPs. I was like, let's just try it on YouTube because we never Mm -hmm. even mess with YouTube. So right, right. Come on there to see what people thought because the evidence we captured would blow my mind. I'm like, oh my gosh, you know, mm-hmm. it's like right, right. Allegheny and caught some of the most incredible EVPs, you know, I'd ever heard. And I was like, I right. gotta think of this, you know, and that's just where it started. Right. Yeah. I mean, I've I've watched some of your shows and your episodes, and you do pick up some good evidence. I mean, yeah. it's just kind of like, wow, you know. Yeah, we're really. Um, you're, you're, you're kind of lucky and blessed that way. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, I could go through a place that's haunted and I get nothing. But, <laughs> but uh, yeah, so um, right now you guys have uh, a show on Paraflix, mm-hmm. which there's some people who don't know who what Paraflix is. It's a streaming platform, all things paranormal. So um, can you talk a little bit about that and how you got started with that? Um, well, we saw online that, you know, one or two of the people that we associate with, you know, on Facebook or Twitter or whatever, were talking about this Paraflix thing. So we researched it a little bit and found out that it was, it was a, it was at the, when we first learned about it, it was just a budding idea. Right, right. Patty Negri, who everyone has seen on the Travel Channel, she, she, her name was associated with it. Mm-hmm. So, you know, that right there was a flag for us. Like, well, man, we really got to look at this. And so we right. reached out, we reached out to the executives and their team and, um, we had an interview with, uh, with Natalie and she, uh, yeah, she, Natalie's cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah we she took a look at some of our stuff and she liked what she saw and she gave us a shot. And, and here we are a, a year later, you know, we, right. they just, they just started a Paraflips original series for, 
it's a special uh, series and section on the website for people who have been on it from the beginning. And we were lucky enough she included us in it as well for our upcoming. Oh, congrats! That's awesome. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, we had we had uh, Natalie on a few times, uh, or one time back uh, about a couple months ago, and she yeah yep. she's re she's really cool. She's a fantastic yeah. lady. So yeah, that was a, that was a good, excellent episode. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> this guy right here wanted to say something. Hi, Adam. <laughs> I love Adam. He's awesome. Yeah. 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 Uh, Adam is awesome. We've had him on here too. Yeah, he's a fantastic supporter. Thank you too, Adam. Yeah. You're amazing. We're lucky to have him on our team as well. Just like yeah. you guys, you know, we're lucky. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. We had him on our show um, over the summer, and he just kind of popped in when I had a cancellation. And we actually had had that video up where we actually got some spirit ball activity to some of the questions that we were asking and what he was talking about. And yeah, it was it was a great time. It was pretty cool. So. Yeah, Robert's uh, very, uh, Robert, Adam is very good. And my friend Robert Ree is uh, also on here, and he is a big supporter of the paranormal, and um, we've had him on too. So we've had some, we've been blessed with some some great guests, including you guys, and I, I'm so glad that we finally get to talk to you. Yeah, you know, and yeah, I mean, it's just been kind of well overdue. And um, for people who don't know, I mean, um, these two people were very supportive of me and my Wisconsin Paranormal Research um, for a couple of years, even on Twitter. And and you know, these guys are are fantastic. So, but uh, right now I, I wanted to find out um, the the one question that I get asked when people say why don't why don't, or, why don't you ask this and or ask that and people want to know what was your scariest investigation. For me, it was a Prospect Place Mansion, and that was one of our times there. One, our, yeah, it was like our probably third time there. Been there, it was one of my favorite locations, never had any issues. We went there one night, and I went into the daughter's room, and I'm just doing my normal, you know, EVP session, and then all of a sudden, I, I got the scariest feeling. It's like, I don't know if you've ever been in a location, and you can just feel, all of a sudden, you're hovered by darkness. Mm -hmm. I told him, I was like, I don't, presence. yeah, I told him, I was like, I don't know. <laughs> Something really wrong in here and I just started feeling like pressure to where like they did not want me in there and I started getting like these really aggressive male voices to where it backed me into a corner and I was oh, just wow. sitting there he's like what's wrong with you and I'm like something does not want me in there. and every room I went to I could feel it following me and I was like shaking I was trying to film him and I was like it said go home it said go home he's like what is wrong with you and I was like I don't know and I could not concentrate I was just so freaked out. We left. I we left, and it affected me for like two or three investigations after that. I was just we wow. We went wow. back again twice, and it hasn't happened since. But definitely huh. very dark. Whatever somebody did before we went in there that time, or what, it just is really dark and really heavy in there. Have you had anything? Do you think you've ever had anything follow you home? Yeah, I know we have. Because <laughs> 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 we uh, we've had. It's been years, but one time after investigation, we actually, uh, the following night, we had our doors shoot open and set off our security system. Wow. And, uh, the following night, our daughter woke up and saw this. She described it as something tall with the head of a lion in her bedroom. Oh. So that was like one of the, oh, what woke us up that we started doing things when we, differently when we left locations. Right, our right. Little rituals right. that we did to be much safer before we came Yeah, home. once, once sure. we started. Once we started changing up how we leave a location yeah. and mm -hmm. close it off, for lack of better words, mm -hmm. we definitely started seeing a, a difference in yeah. our house. Yeah, we right. still, that's good. Still have activity here and there, but not to the point where it's like, like that. Oh my God, you know? Yeah, right, right, right. Yeah. Shane, you have a question, please, people. Yeah. So, what what kind of equipment you guys use, and you know, kind of what's your favorite stuff, and a little bit about why you use it. Oh, yeah. Well, as far as equipment goes, we don't have anything too over the top. You know, I don't want to say we keep it basic, but you know, we just we have a few recorders. You know, I, I have one. We have one mounted on the, you know, the, the camera, the video camera. Sure. Tons of infrared lighting to, to accompany the camera. And so okay. we got our spirit box and we got a the highest quality handheld JBL we can find just because, you know, the sound is important. Yeah, it's pretty nice. Sorry. Mm -hmm. And uh, we acquired a REM pod late last year, so we've done a few investigations with that. 
Yeah, not very much activity, <laughs> but you know, we're, we're still new. We've only used it two or three times. We've, we've right, right. On it, but nothing, no, like, real true back and forth interaction. So mm-hmm. sure. mm-hmm. that'll happen, you know, but right, right. for us, it's video camera and different types of audio. I like the simplicity. Yeah. Right. So do you, do you guys investigate in the dark or lights on or? Dark. Yeah. No, pitch dark. <laughs> see, I always, I, I don't really care either way. Yeah. yeah. We, we've done it. We, we, we've tried it both ways, but, but we've always just filmed in the dark because mm-hmm. Not only does it make for for I think more interesting videos, but at the same time, when you're standing there in the dark, you're more <laughs> you're more apt when you with your hearing and right, right, right. Sure. smell and what you can feel, <clears throat> your 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 sensitivity to energies around you. I feel like right. you're more susceptible to it. So, yeah, you bring up a good point when you you kind of take away one of your senses like that. I guess that you know your other ones kind of tighten up, especially if you can't see. Yeah. Yeah. You know what sure. I mean? So yeah. so yeah, yeah, that's the and you know when you're when you're in a location, like just for an example, Hillview Manor, you're in a location, the one north hallway, which is as far as your eyes can see, the doors are open and you've got moonlight coming in from the windows. You know, so there is a hint of light mm-hmm. that just amplifies anything you might see. It just makes it makes sure. it more creepy. Right, right. So, uh, what do you have coming up? I guess you'd say investigations in the future here. Um, well, we uh, we're going to be releasing probably uh, soon Brownella. Then we have Hinsdale. We have Ashmore yep. State. We have we're going to go to um, Indiana State Sanatorium. We want to go to um, Hospital on College Hill. Hospital on College Hill. We want to go to we're in yep. talks. Uh, there's another one. Um, my brain we have we're just slowly like working (laughs) yeah when you guys go to hensdale leave some of the ghosts for me because i'll be there in april Uh, yeah we (laughs) went there before we're actually have uh we went there last february or march and we're going again in april sure so that's oh you guys might be right next to us then yeah Yeah. probably shane why why don't you tell people shane a little bit about that hensdale trip um Yeah, so we're going to go with some of my friends from the uh, University of Wisconsin, and we're going to do some fairly heavy-duty scientific-type research there. So we're going to set up some double-blind studies. We're going to do some uh, sensor board uh, activity recording. Uh, We've got a bunch of pre-canned psyche valves, basically, that we're going to go through and do. Um, And most of these things have uh, items such that, uh, how do you best describe this? Basically, they're like presentations that we give to the entities. And then they have different ways of answering by touching sensors or, you know, or doing, you know, things like that, changing, you know, the temperature, the magnetic field, ions, whatever they're going to do. And then we collect all that data. And then we run the statistics against it to actually say, okay, did they really touch the sensor or not? And did they do it logically? Like, did they answer the question or are they just randomly playing with the thing? You know, so we have a bunch of um, uh, design studies like that. And eventually it will end up in a science paper and probably a book. So, yeah, nice. Right. So people, people who don't know, know by now that, that Shane is the science and I am the spirit side of this. Yeah, we're the yin and yang of the yin and yang. Science. Just because the simple fact that trying to get on both sides of the coin, because in fact, there's some some of these things that I can't explain or that he can't explain and vice versa. You know what I mean? Yep. So, but. Um, and that location so, is such a special location, too. Yeah. 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 I mean, I, yeah, you get. Have you guys been to? Um, let's take the like the asylum. Okay, yeah. was that overwhelming at first, or was it was it more of a because you kind of had been doing it for a little while that you were a little used to it, or is it just no matter what or how many times you do it, big locations are overwhelming. I think when we went did Penhurst, and I remember we were it was just us two in the whole location. And that's cool. Definitely yeah. feeling when you walk in there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
it was you could feel it the minute you walked in there right, and i think right. you never get used to any location the feeling's never the same anywhere yeah mm -hmm. that's mm -hmm. just the mindset you have to keep if you're doing this you know if you plan to do this for a long time you just got to keep your mind open to anything you can't go into anything oh i've seen many shows where this happened or this happened or this happened you have to go in with an open mind right oh yeah yeah, yeah I, think that, I think I think yeah I think a lot of, a lot of people and even the, some of the ones that investigate um, kind of forget that you know they they kind of want to rely on that. Well, I saw this happen, like you said, and I saw that happen, and it's, you kind of clean you know clean slate, you know, clear your mind yep. and and yep. go in there and just anything can happen. Yes. It's just don't try to put that in your brain that yeah. something yeah, is going to happen. Even when you do the tour, like sometimes we'll we'll set up when before we investigate, we'll have a private tour with, you know, the owners or the volunteers there, and we'll walk through and they'll say, oh, this room's heavy with EVPs, or that room they saw an apparition. You know, it's, it's fun and interesting to hear about, but when you're doing your investigation, it's probably it, we find it best to not go by that. I'm like yeah. her with us, you know, and I'm following her with the camera, and she's just wandering around and. Most of the time, I don't want to say every time, but most of the time, we end up in completely different spots than where the tour guide said that where it always happens. Sure. You know I mean? <laughs> right. right. Yeah. <laughs> that makes sense. Yeah. yeah. Right. Um, so have you always done it just between the two of you or have you ever asked anybody, have you investigated with other people or another team or mediums or anything like that? No, we, we collaborated one time with a friend from YouTube. He, he was renting out Hillview Manor and he invited us. To, we had already been there four or five times. Right. And he, and he invited us to tag along with him. So okay. it, it wasn't. So that was the only time we really collabed with anybody. You know, we, we filmed our own stuff and we investigated with him a bit. But that right. was the time we've done many, many investigations and it's always just been the two of us. Right, right. Do you not, do you, do you like to not hear? about the location that you're going to that you've never been to you kind of want to discover that yourself we like to the reason why we set up a lot of tours is because we take our kids when we travel and so mm -hmm. what we do is we set up private tours so they can come with us because mm -hmm. sure. our daughter is very sensitive so mm -hmm. we bring her into and um we want them to be part of what we do so we set up the private tours we want to learn the history we want them to learn the history of and get a feel of why we do what we do because mm -hmm. we leave them, you know, we're gone all night long. We do, right. so it's like we love learning the history, but we also do it because it's a way for our kids to be involved. Because we have right. an older son, he's the one that takes care of our daughter when we investigate. We go all night. We don't right. investigate a couple hours. We go the entire night. Right. So sure. Like, right. We def That's why we prefer to set up <clears throat> historical tours about, you know. Right. <clears throat> How often do you say in a month that you would investigate that you'd be gone all night? I mean. Do you do it a couple times a week or do you? No, 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 no. Maybe once or twice a month. And really, we'll go a couple months without it or, or okay. yeah. we'll do it in consecutive weekends. There's really no schedule. It's just whenever it works for us, really, mm -hmm. what it is, whenever it coincides with scheduling. Yeah. You know, I work full time. My son works full time. So, okay. Yeah. Okay. It's just all scheduling stuff yeah. for us. Right, right. Yeah. Now, um, basically, with you having children, um, when did you discover that your daughter was gifted that way? Um, the first signs of I ever, when we lived in the old house, when our daughter was probably about one and a half, one of the first times I know she saw something was um, I actually had the people over who found the house for us. And we were all sitting there and she just comes screaming and pointing to the hallway going, scared, scared. And we're like, what the hell, you know? <laughs> I didn't think too much about it. But then right. like not long later, we were up in the bedroom and my closets were all my clothes. She's always playing in it. But she was by me and I went to stand up to go in my closet and she just grabbed my leg and started screaming, like just terrifying, going, scared scared and she was pointing at the closet trying to pull me away and i'm like i'm just like i wanted so much to see what she saw but i couldn't she was mm -hmm. so terrified when we moved here i would watch her and i'd see her just like following things and i'd be like what are you looking at she was probably about two and a half three when we moved here she found nothing you know and and it just she would uh tell me she she started telling us that she could hear people you know, she would tell us she heard a little girl. 
Um, about three years ago, her and my son were here. My son was babysitting and we're at a concert. And he, I get a text message. He's like, Mom, something just ran up the stairs. He said they were watching a movie. And they floored. He said he heard the loudest footsteps run up the stairs. And the dog ran after wow. it. And he's like, I'm scared. He goes, I was like, you have to go up there. Because <laughs> my daughter was freaking out because she wants to know what it is. And I was like, you got to go up there and show her everything's okay. He's like, I don't want to go up there. I'm like, you have to. <laughs> So, um, so he ended up, you know, I came home that night. He was pretty shaken up about the whole thing. And probably a couple weeks later, I'm folding laundry and she comes up to me and she's like, Mommy, why did brother lie to me? I'm like, What do you mean, lie to you? She's like, I saw her. I'm like, You saw who? And she's like, I saw the woman running up the stairs. I always get a little emotional about because she was so emotional about it. She's like, She's like, He lied to me because I saw her. And she described what this woman looked like. Right, right. A green pantsuit. She's described long hair and glasses. And I was like, did she look at you? And she's like, she just kind of looked like that because she was running. And she's like, but she didn't look see-through. She looked real. And that's what was so emotional for her because she said she looked like us. Right, right, right. And it was just, that's when it really struck me that she's... This she's, chick is seeing stuff. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> she got some mad gifts, let me tell you. So, I, I mean. just really <laughs> she knew I believed her. I was the first thing I right. did. I believe you. And she's like, and she comes to us all. She hears voices in her room. You have no idea how many times she ends up in my bed because they're talking in her room or she mm -hmm. feels someone standing over her. And it's right. just them feeling like they they can come talk to you and you believe them right. mm -hmm. is like what's helped her so much. To right. Oh, yeah. That validation is key, really sure. key, yeah. you know, especially yeah. with, with children. Yeah. You know, because they want it. They want you to believe them. I mean, you know, there's there's kids through eons saying, you know, I have an imaginary friend and this and that, you know, when they're, you know, five or six or whatever, mm -hmm. how many people actually, you know, take the time to believe them when some of these kids probably do have an actual imaginary friend that yeah. they can actually see, yeah. you know, and, imaginary. Yeah. right, right. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, um, yeah. So I think that's great that you are able to support her like that. And, um, how old is she now? She's nine now. She's nine. Okay. And she can, she she has conducted an EVP session in the in the basement of the Mayflower Building at Pennhurst. Yep. And well, she did a she did a little bit of spirit box <laughs> on the second floor of Ashmore States. Yep. So, wow. yeah. She has and from what I'm get what I'm gathering, she has a very bright light just like you do. Yeah. You know what I mean? I mean just like uh, very very bright. So yeah, she's very um, smart. Yes, and she's and and it's just yes. yeah, and one of those things one of those things. When you have a gifted child like that, and it usually comes from one of the parents, um, that is that that closeness is very evident. You know what I mean? It's just that relationship is very important. So um, yes, very very much. Um, thank you for doing that. I mean, there's some parents that just don't want to believe their kids, exactly. even if they're not into it. You know, but they just. Um, this is Robert and talking about being close to children like this who are gifted. Oh, nice. 15 children of the paranormal. That's cool. Wow. Yeah. That's cool. yeah. Thank you, Robert, for doing that. Yeah. Um, so when you talk about them, when we talk about that and talk about, you know, how gifted your child is and um, it's, it's important for people to know that there are children out there that have these gifts, you know, and they're not, imaginary and they're not you know um to be kind of pushed aside because there's some so many people that just don't want to deal with that so many parents are like you're, you're talking crazy or whatever it's just kind of like you know it's kind of a a wake-up call for i think the times are changing so a lot of more parents are starting to realize that something's going on exactly you know? yeah you know so so yeah um so <clears throat> Let's talk a little bit about, um, we talked a little bit about your spirit box a little bit that you use. Um, have you had anything that you heard clear as day that you really kind of stuck with you, Doug, that something that you heard that you like, like really affected you? Um, well, we've gotten hundreds of spirit box voices and I can think of some that, that stick out. I, I'm trying to think of a good example. I know we were at Ohio State Reformatory, and then uh, we caught a 
uh, male voice, very deep, very gritty, saying, I'll get you. I don't know if I can cuss on your show here. I don't want to say anything. Oh, you, you can say whatever you want. It was my very first investigation. I'm sitting there holding the recorder in this hand, the spirit box in this hand. I'm like, you know, I'm very amped up and, and, and excited. He said, I'll get you by fucking you. Uh -huh. <laughs> Yeah, it was really freaky. That was our yeah. very, very first investigation, man. Mm -hmm. That that freak that was very, very awesome. It was right. <laughs> that was the reformatory? That was Ohio State Reformatory, yeah. yeah in the second wow. So you've been there a couple times, right? Yeah, we've or, done a few you know, day tours and a few and a few overnight investigations. Now and you we, said that you said that you said that you you went through it by yourself? Ohio State Reformatory. No, our very first investigation was a public. They oh, let okay. they let a hundred people in there. So oh wow. yeah. yeah. So the spirit box was great. EVPs were impossible. Uh, but that right there was the was the the bright light for us to say, you know, we can't do publics anymore. Mm -hmm. you know, right. If we really want to take this seriously and get quality evidence that is actually valid, then we can't do it with a hundred other people yeah. running mm -hmm. around and yelling. And sure. Having. Right. And that's one thing that I, I, I've never really understood. Um, I have a buddy of mine that I investigate with here in Wisconsin. Um, uh, he, he does ghost tours and, you know, he, he loves what he, he loves, the history, he loves what he, what he does. And, you know, and he's hosted a couple um, investigations that one of them that I was on with him and some of these people from the tour that actually paid to go on an investigation. And, um, yeah, it was, it was, it was cool. It was great. But when you get a lot of people, it's more like energy overload, Yeah, you know, and it, it's just, it, to me, it's kind of, it feels a little contaminated. Exactly. You know what I mean? So it's kind of like, it like takes away from that, that whole experience. Exactly. You know? Yeah. And then, you know, you get people that say, oh, nothing happened and this is bunk and this is the, you know what I mean? So kind of like so when i hear you know there's some some people that have paranormal teams that have 20 30 people yeah to me that's just that's a lot you know i mean and not to say anything bad about anybody who's got that kind of numbers in their team yeah. and that you know if they go to big locations or whatever but i just i don't know i think to me it's they just need to break them into pieces yeah, yeah. Small, smaller is better to me yeah, yeah. I have a I have a hard time with the noise. I'll get annoyed if a loud car drives down the street when I'm yeah. doing my EVPs. I'm like, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, you know, it's just some of these people that um, investigate that just kind of just miss the whole the mark. You know what I mean? I, I just I don't know how to describe it. But yeah. um, hmm. now um, with you guys being solo, basically being solo, how often do you have your daughter with you well we usually um they've been to quite a few with us because we'll like i said we'll do the initial tour and the people are always great with our daughter and they'll let her do little sessions and then we take them to a hotel and then we'll go back for the whole night you know yeah. but she's yeah. been to penhurst she's been to trans allegheny she's been to ashmore state she's been to randolph county i mean she's been wow. to yeah, she loves it. She's going to be a seasoned veteran yeah. uh, investigator before she's 15. Yeah. She hasn't done any overnights, but you know, yeah. when we do when we do the tours, she'll participate. Actually, the state's actually offered to let us keep them the whole night. I just didn't feel comfortable mm -hmm. her being there that long. Right, Special location right. I hadn't been to yet. I was like, right. she can go for a while, but let me go here first and just see because I just sure. don't know. Right. Now. Have you done any like residential homes? Not yet. Just, nope. just no. Just yeah. ours. <laughs> oh, right. Um, yeah, that, that's a whole different ballgame, too. Oh. Residential and businesses. And um, Have you ever worked with any, um, like, online people that have given you information on, kind of like researchers, you know, they, they try to contact you and say, hey, well, how, you should check out this or you should check out this. Or, no. Well, we've, no. We've, we've had people suggest locations. Yeah, but, you know. Other than that, we we really haven't received any like, you know. It's usually us finding the locations ourselves. Just kind of like, I research different states and just see what you know locations are, and I look into them and just kind of just go from there. I'm like, oh, hey, there's this mm -hmm. location. Let's just go check it out. You know? <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, there's yeah. there's a really good one called Hotel Nichols. I was just there last weekend here in Michigan okay. and South Haven. And there's some weird stuff. I actually had a physical button press okay. that was recorded on the recorder. So just a quick thing, my my sensor board has a an old hospital bed button so that as a human, if you see or feel something or, you know, a presence or whatever, you can push the button and hold it for a couple seconds and it will put a marker in the data. So when you go back later, you can be like, oh, yeah, I pressed the button. What was going on? <clears throat> well, we had done a, an EVP session in the basement with the board going and we were getting some pretty high EVP spikes and stuff while that was happening. Uh, so then we went upstairs to go eat some pizza and hang out a bit. I left the board in the basement recording data and I left a video camera on it. So about seven minutes after we left and went up to eat pizza, the there was an actual button press wow. in the data. But you can see the, the entire room from the camera. So the button is just laying there on the floor. The board is sitting there on the floor. And yeah, you had you, and you have to. It's not like you can just touch it and make it go. You have to press and hold it for about right. two seconds, wow. just like an old hospital bed. <clears throat> so, so something pressed the button while we were gone, <laughs> and nothing awesome. was in the room. Yeah. You can see the thing. Cool. Yeah, when you get that that validation of that right there, that's yeah. that's that's pretty huge, you know. Yeah. So Hotel Nichols in South Haven, Michigan. Yeah, we'll look into that one. one. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, how often do you guys leave like recorders or whatever, like in, in different rooms, especially like bigger places? I mean, do you do you like have a lot of that? Or, I mean, because I see when I watch your show, you guys are usually just walking and you know doing things. I don't know if you guys are separating all your um, equipment in different rooms or not. I didn't know if that's what you did. Yeah, we we'll do that every once in a while, but generally we'll. Uh... We'll have the recorder on the camera, and then whoever is being filmed will be using a recorder. And then we just mm. set another one on a tripod. Yeah, we'll have one on a tripod sure. higher. Every once in a while, we've done that. It's not really been successful for us yet. Yeah, but, right, right. You know, we've done that before. But generally, yeah. we just, what you see on the cameras is is what's happening. Right, we, right. We try to avoid yep. any injury or, or any, you know, take audio yeah. from here and put it in here, even though we're not telling you where it's from or... We try to avoid that. Try to keep it as sure. Right. You do all. You, do you do the editing, Doug? Oh yeah. All, all yeah. yourself. One hundred percent. One hundred percent. We get. Wow, you're a brave man. That's a lot of work. Yes. <laughs> I have to say that's, that's a lot of long that's, nights. Yeah. yeah. See, I don't, we yeah. don't really keep video. Our video is only for to prove that some human didn't go over there and mess with something for the most yeah. part. So basically we'll glance through it real quick. Eh, I didn't see anything paranormal. Nobody messed with the stuff. See ya. Yeah. That's why our 10 hour investigations, it takes us three nights to get through five minutes of footage. Cause we go through every second over and over and over yeah. again. Well, you guys are so, <laughs> that's what, pretty hardcore. I mean, that's that's hardcore. That, that is. I mean, I see did most of my stuff. Started. The computer does it for me. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> we, we sit at that we, computer every night. We're like, even if there's a spirit box voice, you know, we'll we'll record it. We'll record it on a, on a phone or some kind of recording device. We'll play it back on our headphones, slow it down to half speed, and see if we can read. That's why every yeah. spirit box voice you see that we have we we outline on the bottom like subtitle. That is 100% what it's like. We slow it down. We replay them at least. 40 times because we want to make sure we're we know what yep. we're putting out there not guessing it you know sure right i actually had um i was uh, a guest on um our haunted lives um a while back yeah 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 they're very cool and one of the entities here i know who it is but uh was affecting christy like severely and couldn't figure out what it was and this i kind of knew and we both kind of talked about it and got the same thing well after the show i ran a evp session on my phone and i was asking questions and this and that and i got clear as day like standing right next to me response still can't not make out what he said but it was i slowed it down i sped it up i did you know what i mean but it was 
it was it was something it was like three syllables you know what i mean so yeah so i know that you know i've done that before where i've done like like these first evps and, and caught some things but i haven't had that happen towards affected a guest yeah, <laughs> yeah wow. you know what i mean so yeah uh christy was really affected but um hopefully uh i'll be able to clean that up but you know, i gotta go through the computer system again and try to figure out how to dissect it a little bit more. But, you know, have you ever ran into something where you just, you hear something and you, you, you like, I think it says this, but I don't know. And then you hear it like 50 times and all of a sudden it sounds completely different. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. I mean, it's just, I, you know, like, I heard this, I heard this, but no, but you, I heard it. We'll go back and forth. We're like, Spirit box because <laughs> we're not right. going to what it says. Yeah. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. You know, and it's it's just yeah, it's kind of frustrating in itself. Yeah. And I I really don't think that having you know really super expensive stuff compared to cheap stuff. I mean, I think it all serves a purpose for something. Yeah. You know what I mean? I mean, I use I use my EV, my uh, recorder on my phone, but I also have a Zoom that I use sometimes. Yeah, Zooms are nice. Yeah. You know what I mean? So. Um, I think that it's just kind of, you know, whatever you're comfortable with, you know, yeah. there's some people that use the old Panasonic R R whatever 60, you know, I mean, yeah. if that's what you're into, great. You know, yeah. whatever works for you. Right. You know, I think that everybody's investigation style is different, you know? Yeah. yeah mine's I mean, definitely different. Yes, it is. I would agree. <laughs> um, I, I just don't, I, I think everybody's different, you know what I mean? I, unless you're trying to mimic or do some of these things. I've seen some of these people on YouTube that try to mimic some of these yeah. TV shows, you know what I mean? And it's yeah. like, you just got to be yourself. You're just gonna, exactly. You got to do your own thing, be your own true, genuine self, and yeah. try not to copy or be like somebody else, exactly. you know what I mean? So, and if you're making a YouTube channel like we did, make, do what you can to make it genuine and unique right yeah and that's that's the biggest thing right there is being genuine and unique and i when i watch you guys show and i see that you guys change things up you know sometimes and you do things a little bit differently but you know it's it's your thing you know that's your style the way you do it and i like the way you guys investigate i think it's you know pretty simple straightforward to you know to the point and you know, I don't envy you, Doug, on your on your editing because that's gotta be a bitch. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm seriously. I mean, I I said when I started investigating and I would try to do some editing myself or listening to the recorders and all that, and it's just like I can't believe these people do this for hours on end. You know, I mean, I was just. Well, we, so, we yeah. started out small. You know, we started out small. We we would take a do an investigation and we would split it up. You know, put a seven-minute video in this room or a four-minute video in this room, mm -hmm. and that, you know, and that right there, just learning the basics of video editing and what mm -hmm. it takes to put a halfway yep. YouTube video that people will like to see. Right, but, right. So it was it was on top of being paranormal investigators, learning how to be YouTubers at the same time. You know, and then though that seven that four-minute video turned into a fourteen-minute video, <laughs> adding an intro. <laughs> so right, right. And now we're and then now we're on a full-blown episodes yeah. you know so it it's not as as hard as it would be if i hadn't got so much practice with youtube yeah, yeah. right oh it's it's with anything you know a lot of it's trial and error and yeah. you know you, you know what not to do compared to what you were doing you know before or whatever and you yeah. just you, it's a process you know i mean there's some things with even my show i had to do some different things and you know i was making videos um promos for people and i really like doing that but realized how much time that actually took out of my life yeah you know what i mean and if people loved it and they but i just i had to make a an active decision to say you know what i'm just gonna stick with what i'm doing and yeah, yeah. i love making those videos don't get me wrong but when my wife kind of says you know you're spending a lot of time on that yeah. you know and having you know being who i am and being married you know and shane's married and you guys are married i mean that relationship is important oh yeah you know, especially yep. if, if you have these other things going on outside of you know regular normal life yeah. and i just you know i just think it's 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 
great that you guys are able to do that together. Yeah. You know, I mean, there aren't a whole lot of people that I know of or even that I'm friends with that are a husband-wife team, you know? So, <laughs> so yeah. But um, I was going to ask you, what do you, what do your parents think about this? Well, um, my mom, well, my dad died like over 20 years ago, but my mom is funny because it wasn't, I had shared some of the stories with her in, when we lived in Arizona and she would just be like, okay, you know, but when we started experiencing what happened in the house, she was just like, she started really taking me serious. And then um, we actually captured an image on one of the walls right before we moved in. Um, the closet door, I went into the, the door, yeah. there's a closet door. I'm sorry, the door. I opened it and he's like, he's like, get the fuck back here. I'm like, mm -hmm. what? And he's like, come <laughs> here. And so I walked over there and he turned me around and I'll send you the picture, Jay. I've only showed it to one other person, but clearly on the door, there's an image of this i don't know what it is it's got horns you can oh. see the legs you can see the wings and i was just like what in the world and we called our son up here we're like look at that to see if he saw what we were seeing he looked at he was gone he's like <laughs> i sent the picture to my mom in, in tucson and she's like what is that i'm like that's my closet door and she's like you guys need to get out of the house and i'm like well you can't just drop everything and leave you know right and, right but um she uh she once we lived there she really started taking me more serious about things i'd shared before with in the past with her and now that she's a huge supporter they watch all our stuff and everything and that's good so, but yeah she uh when i used to tell her stories and when i lived in tucson she'd be like no oh, that's weird you know and yeah. when i we lived in this house and i really started telling her what was happening and i sent her this picture it just kind of like she it really opened her eyes to things i had told her before so Right, right. Yeah. It was pretty scary. The picture when you see it, you'll you'll know why. You'll see my bait the our daughter's baby cribs right next to that door too. In the old house. Wow, wow. It's pretty terrifying. I know. I know. There's a lot of people. There's there's a few not a lot. I've said few that I know that have experienced stuff like that. That have seen mm -hmm. objects on like the wall or something like that. That's not explainable. You, it's it's very unnerving in that. Yeah. Sense, you know I'm trying to hunt for it so I can show you guys. I don't want to take too much time, but well, I can't. I'll just send it to you. Yeah, we'll just send it to you. Yeah, that'd be cool. You know. Yeah. So. Yep. So, what about you, Doug? How about your parents? My parents. Well, my mom passed a few years ago. Um, before she passed, she was pretty supportive of it all. She wasn't exactly into it, mm -hmm. but you know, right, she, right. she thought it was cool and everything. But my dad. Um, once my mom passed, he he's gotten full blown into it now. He he wants to go investigating. He he's gone That's cool. Bigfoot hunting a few times. Oh wow! There's a lot of that up here in Ohio. So oh yeah, oh, yeah. very yeah. into it. Very supportive. He thinks it's great. Oh, that's good. That's good. What do you guys think about cryptids? Is that I something you guys are interested in, or are you just sticking with spirits? And then I think anything's possible. Yeah. <laughs> I, I've had a ghost talk to me, you know, so yeah. I'm not, I'm not going to say one way or the other, but right, right. I think that, of course, it's possible. You know, one day if we're ever invited to go on something, I think we'd go, but we haven't yet, but I think it would be a real fun experience and real great adventure. Make yeah. a family camping trip. Yeah, That's exactly. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Parabolic mic. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah um, I, we have a, we have a, a kind of like a, we call it the Bray, Bray Road Beast here. It's just like probably like 15, 20 miles from here. It's been going on since I was in high school here. You know what I mean? And people have said that, you know, looks like a werewolf or looks like, you know, Bigfoot or something like that. Yeah, that we have the Michigan dog, man. Yeah, and, that, and you know, and I I think every state probably has something. Yeah. The grass you know man I mean? here, the Ohio grass man. Yeah. Oh. Grass man. Wow. Mm -hmm. Well, it's ball. There isn't Ohio, so. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah. yeah. Um. So it is it is like Ohio someplace that you think that you this is where you want to stay, or is this someplace that or you think you want to move somewhere else? I mean, Ohio's beautiful. Coming from Tucson, Arizona, this is paradise, and especially in the spring, summer, and fall. Oh, right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. 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 But, but yeah, one thing that people don't realize is how, especially as you start driving south in the center of the state, 
that it is unbelievably beautiful here. So yeah. we can end yeah. up here. We can end up in North Carolina along the beach. You know, you never know where life will take us. Right, it's right, never- right. Now, um, have you investigated on anything on the East Coast? We have invested. The farthest we've gone uh, is Penhurst, which is in Philadelphia. Okay. Okay. We've right. done a few locations. Of course, Hinsdale House is in western New York. Right, right. Wildwood Sanitarium is like 17 miles from there. So we've done both of those locations. But right. that's about as far east as we've gone. You know, we'd like to mm-hmm. make it up to Letchworth someday. Yes. Up in northern New York. That'd be great. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. I, I would like to go to Gettysburg. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. You know, that's I mean, I have, I have ancestral ties to Gettysburg. And so I just... I'm, I've been drawn to Gaysburg for years, but of course, you know, I have lived 15 hours away and, yeah. Yeah. you know, it's, it's, it's not cheap. And no. yeah, I have a friend that's a tour guide, summertime tour guide for Gettysburg. Oh, so you got an in on the end. Yeah, I can get there. It's just yeah. it's pretty far away for me. It's yeah. about 12 hours. Yeah. 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 So, um, so what would you say that have you ever investigated a place or, or were going to investigate a place and it just never happened? It was supposed to happen that it never happened. And you're kind of like, maybe it was that way for a reason or that you got there and you're like, Hey, this is probably not a great idea. I've had weird feelings. Uh, the Gill house, you know, <laughs> we, we pulled up in the driveway and we started unloading the car. I put a video on out one time. And all these birds just also started swarming, swarming our car in the building. I'm like, what the hell? All these black birds. I'm like, and this is a sign that we should not be going in this building. <laughs> but um, and it ended up being one of the most active locations we had ever investigated. That's right. where the video where you um, I've put on that said punch her. It's one of the oh, scariest yeah. um, spirit box voices ever. That's from that location. Oh, wow. Intense, yeah. Wow. It's a very intense location. Yeah. They didn't like so, it at all. So how would you say the paranormal has shaped you guys' lives since you've been together? I mean, is it something that you guys are has made you stronger together, or do you think it's just something that is just something you do? No, definitely made it stronger. You know, it's these these locations, you know, especially ones that are a few hours away, we'll get a hotel and it'll end up being like a date night mm-hmm. slash morning. Yeah, there you go. Cool. My all wife right. and I do that sometimes. <laughs> yeah. You know, it, it, all of a sudden you wake up, you know, and you're driving home in the daylight. You get some breakfast baconators and some coffee. You know, <laughs> you make a day out of it. You know? so, yep. Right. Excellent. Right. A lot more alone time than we would get otherwise. And then, you know, also all the time spending doing the editing because you know, we sit there and we do it together. So, yeah. Right. That's right. cool. Very, That's very, very cool. Very cool. Have you guys thought about making a documentary? On uh, some place, maybe, maybe someday, you know, with as we advance in our editing capabilities and and we get more and more footage and more and more knowledge, maybe someday that's going to be on the table. Mm-hmm. I know, I know, in the next couple of seasons, we're going to do a kind of like a behind the scenes thing. We've been planning on doing that. Okay, showing mm-hmm. what goes into our investigation. You know, once once our fan base, you know, continues to grow and gets to the point where people would actually want to see that, we're mm-hmm. we're, we're going to put something like that out as well. Very cool. Pick a place that you've never been to that you would want to investigate. One on the East Coast and one on the West Coast. Go ahead. Oh, gosh. I don't know. Well, you've always talked about Linda Vista Hospital. Yeah, I would love to go to Linda Vista Hospital. But okay. I think they closed that one down, didn't they? I think so, yeah. I That for a long time was on my bucket list, for sure. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know about West, but you know, I, I mentioned Letchworth out here. That's definitely yeah. one. And what's um, that one? Eloise. Eloise is another oh, one. Oh yeah. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Awesome. How about you, Shane? I'll ask yeah. you the same question. Yeah. Yeah. I don't really know the places, but I am pretty excited about going to the Hinsdale House. That'll be about as far east as I've ever been. Right. Right. Um, actually, there's some a couple of places in Chicago. And that land that I'm planning on uh, trying to go through uh, near oh. the university there. So, oh, okay. So, yeah, I don't, I don't really look at them ahead of time, and I do some residential stuff. It's more like somebody will call and be like, "Hey, we got some troubles. 
and right, we're going, right. I mean, we don't really plan ahead because with all the COVID and every other thing, every plan you make gets broke anyway. So right, right. Yeah. <laughs> that's been troublesome. We went in summer of 2020, and I don't know if you've ever been to Philadelphia in in, in July. No. Don't do so it. Really? Canceled three times because of COVID. They kept canceling it. So they're like, yep. okay, we have this available. I'm like, we're going. And he right, was flying right. in that building in July. It was so hot. Oh my yep. god! Anything you wanted to do during the day, you know, we made a trip out of it. We brought the kids. You know, all the Revolutionary War stuff was closed. All yep. the Ben Franklin stuff was closed. Yeah. Wow. Philadelphia was just shut down because of COVID. So yeah. yeah. Talking about scheduling earlier, and then that. COVID put a wrench in our plans big time. Yeah. For, for sure. Time. Right, right, right. Yeah, um, I would have to say that, you know, Gettysburg would be my, my on my bucket list, number one. But um, there's two out west, the Stanley Hotel. Yeah. Um, I've been there twice and had experiences both times. And I love that place. And That's then so cool. the, the Winchester House. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, that I, would be I cool. I I would love to go there. You oh, know? Yeah. So, so yeah, but and the no, and, house as well. The oh yeah, Condry. I would love to investigate there. That's in what? That's in Connecticut, right? Yeah, that's yeah. Awesome. that'd be amazing. So, have um, you guys tried any cemeteries or other things like that outside of actual, you know, like commercial buildings? You know, we have done a cemetery one time. We uh, we investigated uh, Ashville Stone Mansion out in Winchester, Indiana, and um, the guy who had it built general Ashville stone he was buried in a plot like within spitting distance from the house and they actually keep that cemetery open 24 hours wow gates wide open so you're allowed to drive in there that was the one and only time that we have done any investigating at all in a cemetery like and, three in the morning and props and kudos to anyone who does that because that's yeah be see we my daughter and i we did a cemetery a local one that's way out in the woods. It doesn't really have a town associated with it. And we were able to get an entity to change this, the temperature of this massive size granite tombstone, like 10 degrees in just a few minutes. And then they could actually put it right back up again. Wow. So literally we were taking temperature readings of the stone. And then my, my daughter was with me. She's like, hey, can you make that stone go colder? And within just a few seconds, it was dropping, and it dropped over 10 degrees. Wow. wow. We're talking, this is heavy. I mean, this is like the size of a small refrigerator right. piece of granite, you know. And, of course, the reason we'd even started talking about it was the daughter had noticed the age, and they were the same age when the person had passed. Oh, wow. So it was a teenager that had died. Wow. And so she started talking to it like it you know like it was one of her friends or one of her teenage friends and yeah they could they drop that stone like i say nine or, or like almost 10 degrees and then they were able to get it right back up to full temperature again within a few minutes wow, that's crazy. so yeah. there's some weird stuff in cemeteries if you want to oh, try yeah. it yeah yeah i i, I go i had the cemetery work like a third of my relatives my parents are buried in here in lake geneva and there's yep. been some strange things going on there too um i've caught a couple evps there and um so yeah cemeteries are i love cemeteries just because of the history and i love yep. walking among the tombstones and seeing the dates and all that out of respect and just you know um so yeah i mean there's a lot of people that don't look at it that way but you know i think that it's really important to make sure that everybody has respect for the cemeteries yeah. you know what i mean yeah so but but yeah so so you guys are you you have something new coming up on paraflix soon or are you like oh, yeah. uh, we've been working real hard on uh brownella cottage it's uh a guy named uh bishop brown he was actually the first person in modern times to be excommunicated and banished from the Episcopal Church. Huh. And oh, this wow. was a, a, a cottage he had built or he built for his wife and, and lived in it till he died. It was a, it was a very intense investigation. The history and the story behind it are just simply incredible. Mm -hmm. We're really looking forward to putting this episode out. Awesome. That's so sweet. 
Oh man, that sounds so cool. Yeah, yeah. He was I mean, he was uh he started preaching communism. It was something that he uh he believed he hated capitalism and his his heroes were Stalin and Marx and he started, he started preaching it to his congregation and the Episcopal church said, you know, stop or you're out. And he right. So they kicked him out. And then the Catholics picked him up and he started, he did the same thing for the Catholic church and pretty much till the day he died. Wow. Yeah. That's crazy. Very, very interesting. Yeah. So um, we're pretty much out of time, but I wanted to um, say thank you very much for coming on. And this has been, you know, an awesome time. I mean, yeah, you, guys, you guys, you guys are fantastic. Yeah, uh, what, great. What, uh, why don't you tell people where they can find you and you know some of your links? Oh well, we're on. You know, like we talked about, we're on Paraflex. Please subscribe to Paraflex and check out. There's not just us. There's hundreds and hundreds of you know awesome content producers on there. Well worth the the you know the few bucks a month. You know, stuff you're not going to see anywhere. Sure. Else. Right. That is fantastic. And then, you know, of course, we're on Twitter, Facebook, and TikTok. we put up a TikTok channel recently yeah. that's been doing very well. Yeah, I've been watching some of that too. Yeah, I've seen and that. And there's little bits of evidence, you know, nothing special or crazy, just right, any right. cool EVPs or orbs or spirit box voices that come through. We're just throwing it on there and been getting some pretty good love on that. So, yeah, we're, right, out, we're out there. Come cool. Awesome. Well, that's all we have time for now, folks. Thanks for tuning in. I'm your host, Jay Hill, with my co-host, Shane Feek, and we want to bid you adieu, and thank you for watching, and we will see you next time. Bye. Bye.